नमस्कार दिस इज सौरभ जैन एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू माय डिजिटल टॉक शो आई हैव विद मी हर्ष अग्रवाल हु इज द फाउंडर ऑफ दिस पॉपुलर ब्लॉग कॉल्ड shoutmeloud.com uh hersh is a award winning blogger and he's an engineer by education and blogger by profession hersh has always been passionate about writing so since in since 2008 and uh, he started his blogging career way back then and he earns more than 250000 per year through his blogging uh, activities so welcome to my show hersh how are you doing i'm doing good sir thank you for having me on your show my pleasure so harsh uh, taking you to the format of this course i'm going to ask you some questions and then there's going to be a rapid fire so let's get this thing rolling let me put across the first question to you uh aapke hisab se monthly blogging goals kaise set kare aur use kaise achieve karna chahiye kyunki a lot of people blog but then they do they just stop so how do we really set those goals and how do we achieve that up? right uh so you you rightly put like you know the best thing is to actually have your goals ready like what is that goal you have with your blog your personal goal and your business goal and it's better if you have like the long term goal and then you start breaking them down to you know quarterly goal and monthly goal and then weekly or daily goal and it could be different like you know for different people like for some people actually start blogging because they just want to write they want to share what they have some people do it for the social cause some people do it because they want to make money some people do it because they want to have their name out some people do it because they want to hang out with the like minded people so you know it could be any of the reason but actually having like you know have this two or three reason uh, you should note it down like what why exactly you are blogging and then like break it down to the personal and business goal so that's basically on the personal goal now on the business goal let's say if your goal is to make money and you you actually put a number to that like hey i want to make 10000 dollar a month now that and then like you know okay this is the money i want to make after maybe two year or one year then this much of effort i should be putting in like quarterly or weekly or daily to actually achieve that goal of 10000 dollar per month so yes that's how you get started that's a that's a good answer harsh uh, let me put across the second question uh, does niche largely depend on passion कुछ ऐसे टिप्स जिसे लोग नीच आसानी से पिक कर सकते हैं that you can do without the passion and basically let's say somebody's passion is to make money i mean there are people i've met whose passion is to make money and you know nothing wrong with that so then you go with the with the you know playbook like hey you first pick a niche which is like profitable niche then you look at the other factor like what is the trend of that particular niche so just to give you an idea like you know hey let's say iphone x is a great trending topic now but will that be a trending topic after one year well no but then in that case you don't you don't jump into a niche that is not going to be trending after a while then the third which is the most important aspect is you look at what is the monetization option that you have do you have enough advertisers there are they like you know ready to pay for putting their ads on the blog so basically you can use something like smrush or hrefs to basically gauge how many how many how much money an advertiser is willing to pay to put ad on that particular niche so these are like some of the fundamental you know go by the playbook that you can go with and um, getting back to the passion thing like you know basically the idea is you basically create a list of five or thing things that you are passionate about and then you match all these five six thing with these three things the niche the um, the trend the advertisers and the search and you map them and see which one is more profitable for you 
another aspect that no, uh, not, not a lot of people talk about is basically finding the niche that nobody is looking at. And those niche are something that, you know, nobody is going to talk about. You're not going to see or read about them online. And most of the time, it's actually right under your nose. You know, these are the niche that you're probably doing a kind of business or like you're doing a job or whatever, whatever industry you're in. There is probably a pain point that you're solving day to day and you're not basically finding those solutions online. That's probably a great niche. Or you see something like which is going to catch up after a while, like, you know, back in 2008, I saw blogging is to be catching up. Now, uh, artificial intelligence is something which is catching up. So basically, you pick those things right now. And you, I mean, since not a lot of people are competing for those kind of niche, you know, that's a fantastic niche. Right. So you're trying to say that uh, don't go by the old niche, try to figure out trend and basically go by the trend and pick one. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So you. I mean, try, try- uh, just to clarify, like trend is definitely one thing, but you definitely look at the other factor. I mean, you pick a great trend, you pick a great niche, but there are no advertisers. Right now, you have a, you have a blog with like great traffic, but mm. damn, no money. You know, like again, that it does not matches with the overall goal of your blog. So you know, you you run through all these things. Perfect, sounds very good. Okay, you come across as a very different kind of a blogger, uh, uh, Harsh, uh, less of a boastful person, but more of a hardworking personality. What inspires you to stay this way? And I see you do a lot of meditation programs. So can you just throw some light? Uh, okay. So I think like a lot of thing has to come with the intent. And by the way, like that, that that's a very unique compliment I ever got. Like you're become as a very different blogger. <laughs> Sorry, that's a good one there. All right. So uh, the first thing is like the intent, why you are doing something you're doing. So when I started Shout Me Loud back in 2008, you know, it was started as a tech blog. And then I saw like, okay, there is an opportunity that one can make money by following their passion. And, you know, that's a fantastic thing. And then my intent was simple there. Like I wanted to help people as many people as I could. Like, you know, hey, you don't have to do nine to six job. Or if you want, you can do that. But at the same time, you can have your own blog where you can write about your passion and that would help you to make, you know, decent amount of money. And and I was like, okay, not a lot of people knows about this. And I think people should know about this because then that would change the lifestyle of a lot of people. And so, so that's what the intent has been. And that's probably one of the, you know, driving force for me uh, since now. Uh, yeah. And getting back to the meditation. So I think like I have been meditating from last like six years or something. And initially, like I used to meditate on listening to YouTube videos. There was this very uh, nice mobile app, uh, Headspace. I used to I used to use that. Headspace. Uh, yes. Okay. So fantastic, fantastic app. Like you can plug it in anytime at the office. So I was okay. using them. So guys, who are watching this video. I'm gonna post the link of Headspace so you guys can download and follow Hush there. Yes, Hush. Please continue. Right. So I was I was like doing all those every day, but then I was like feeling okay. No, it's not. I mean, you know, for the moment, really, it's good. But then there is so much life has to offer, and I, you know, wherever I read about like mindfulness and meditation was there. Like, okay, no, there's something which I'm not figuring out. There's something which I have to do, uh, which I have to figure out, like, you know, what's new, what's out there. Uh, and then I found this uh, meditation technique called Vipassana. Right. And, and I was like, okay, let, let me go there. Let me see how it works. And I've had like, ze- I've not done a lot of homework about the meditation technique, but I just went there. Uh, this was in Kanpur. Uh, so I, w- I was there and and it was quite an interesting technique. You know, the first thing is like, they actually ask you like, you should submit your phone. And then for 10 days, you don't talk. You don't talk with your voice or you don't talk with your eyes to anybody. 
and from morning four o'clock till night nine o'clock you meditate like that's ten hour of intense meditation for ten days, and that was the whole experience was purely profound. Like you know, I uh, it helped me to understand more of who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing, and uh, I mean that one meditation experience like two years back is the first time I went for vipassana. And now every year I actually try to go for uh, vipassana meditation. So I now. last one was in uh, pushkar two months back so yeah uh, that that's how i got into meditation and something i practice every day so yeah that's all. vipassana makes you spiritually grow is what i understand uh yes definitely vipassana actually help you to see the truth the way it is that so the technique is like you know if, uh, if i may um so usually like initially when i used to meditate i used to meditate or listening to those guided meditation like hey like i'm traveling to the space and then like imagining good stuff right so that's that's an imagination that's something you're basically binding your mind to meditate now on the vipassana you basically start with the real sensation or probably just watching your breath like you don't increase or decrease your breath you see the breath as it is happening so there's nothing you're not adding anything you're not subtra- subtracting anything you're just watching what is the reality and you know once you start seeing the reality the way it is it actually gives you a lot of clarity i mean for me it actually gave me a lot of clarity to see the you know instead of like liking or disliking something i can like or dislike my own breath but all either, either way like i can like or dislike a truth but you know i can just accept it the way it is that's what vipassana is all about i mean that's, that's how it starts there is a lot more but yeah that's nice harsh um so let me get back to the track and ask you questions related to blogging uh, because i saw one of your vlog related to vipassana and that inspired me um and i i do believe that maybe i'll do vipassana sometime soon okay my next question is uh what's more important for a blog search engine ranking uh th- throw some light on content domain authority and backlink so what do you think is the most important aspect and or how do you achieve them up? right i think i think every, everything goes hand to hand like you know you can't have like you can have lot of backlinks but bad content i mean of course it's not going to work out and then like you have great content but no backlink you know the chances of working out is re- really less but it works out like i've actually um, so for the fact that i have not done any backlink building for short not in 10 years or even for any other blog but uh, is that a recommendation now definitely you should focus on you know building backlinks uh the one thing which i've seen like a, which has changed in last one or two year is the content itself so basically you know like uh, back in the days like 700 or 800 word content used to work but now the way one can create a content has to have a complete uh, it should align with the business goals and you know instead of 700 800 word it could be 3000 word it could be 5000 word it could be 7000 word So the best way to get started is basically start with the content brief. You basically analyze how other people who are the keyword that you're targeting, are, what they are doing, what are what are the strategy they are using, what is what kind of how many words they are using on average. And there's a very nice tool called Rambler. You can use that. What is it or called? Rambler. Rambler by Canonicalize, something like that. Okay. Uh, I'll send I'll send you the link later on. Uh, or you can use uh, SEMrush, SEO Writing Assistant. Either of them. So, so these are like on-page SEO tools. You basically analyze this top ten competition for the, your target keyword, and then you create a content brief. So now, you know, back in the days, like creating a content like seven, eight hundred word was easy. But now, when we talk about creating like five thousand or four thousand word content, it takes a lot of time, a lot of preparation. That means, in nutshell, it takes a lot of, lot of money 
in a way because time is money. So basically, instead of creating a lot of content, you basically start focusing on few key co uh, content, and then you also focus on uh, promoting them. Now that's where that's where the backlink building comes into the picture. You plan it beforehand. Uh, again, if you prepare it beforehand, you know the things get way easier. And if you do it like twice or thrice, after that it's just a process. It's like you know you churn out content, you follow the same process, and you can just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and then enjoy the. Material. Super, that sounds good. So reach and repeat is the key mantra. Uh, and once you crack it, I'm sure you will uh, push more and try to achieve your goals there. Uh, what is your take on domain authority? Do you really take that as a score, serious score? I, I'm pretty sure, like you know, uh, it's a good metric to judge like how good a domain is doing. Um, depending which one you're using, you use Moz. Now there is, uh, you know, DA score from all other to like HRF, SEMrush. So it's a good metric, especially when you are like judging a domain. You want to like quickly know like you know how this domain is doing for the SEO aspect or the traffic aspect. Yeah, I think it's a good metric. Okay, Harsh, एक महीने में आप कितने ब्लॉग लिखते हो और बैकलिंग्स के लिए कितने ब्लॉग्स पब्लिश करते हो? How do you distinguish? Right. Uh, so here's a fun fact, which I already said. Like, I don't, I don't do active backlink building any or, or any sort because the reason I don't need to do that because we usually when we uh, I focus on creating content, which uh, which is basically the best content in that particular topic. Uh, and my goal is to usually make them rank in the top on the first page for sure. I mean, that's my first goal. And then, like you know, just fight for that first part because it's always challenging. It gets challenging there. Uh, yeah, I spend like about two hours every day writing. uh so usually uh these days like i probably creating about you know 10 or 12 articles a month a uh, lot of time goes to updating the old content but yeah pretty much 2 hours a day is what i do on right spend on right nice. so you blog yourself or you have a team right so most of the content which goes on short mail out i write myself i do have team to help me with a lot of technical things like for the design for the you know management of the stuff so i have a team of like four people um we we are a remote company um and we use like tools you know a lot of tools to actually run the company so a lot of my time actually is going on setting up the process and managing the team something that i'm trying to like move you know out of it in probably next 6 months nice so shout me loud hindi what's the thought process behind it and how successful that blog is and what is your learnings and why should someone blog in hindi right so you know the reason i started short me hindi was to basically help all the hindi speaking people ki like uh if they need help if they need to understand more about uh blogging or online marketing you know that's a stepping stone so my idea was like they should get the best content right there and then they did figure out which way they want to go and i saw a great opportunity there in terms of like uh helping those people because that was my only intent when i started shout me out now i have a, now there is hindi search engine and these people are going to get really help so that was the whole uh you know ideology behind shout me hindi the monetization was not as great as shout me loud to be honest like if i talk about uh you know roi from the time uh, that i spent on shout me hindi is it same as shout me loud definitely not uh but again it again boils down to your own uh skill set if you are somebody who's really good in hindi why would you try you know doing something that you're not really good at why don't you do something like why don't you start a blog or a youtube channel or anything in your own language and the point is there is a lot of people who are coming online there are a lot of people who need those content in that in the language that you speak so it's, it's amazing so um as uh, how's the metrics been are you making more revenue through hindi or english oh yeah definitely english okay perfect so you are trying to help the indian communities what i understand through your hindi version true 
Perfect. Okay. Um, what are some of the ways to pitch for backlinks in the initial days? Because I'm sure by now you have been a pioneer in, here in this subject. So obviously you're a thought leader and people are definitely going to buy your thoughts, but for a beginner and he's approaching backlinks, what should be the approach? We, of course, content is one, but what else can the yeah. person Right. Uh, so the best way is like, uh, so what we do is like, I actually consult a lot of, you know, startups and companies to help make their SEO strategy. And so what we suggest there is like, when you're starting to create a content, you basically reach out, you know, you create a list of people who have already mentioned those content. You reach out to them specifically, Hey, uh, sort of, here is the thing I'm publishing a content on, on page SEO. Would you like to check it out? You're a thought leader or XYZ. And then, you know, you just start sending those emails to like this 50 people. Now they are already warmed up. Now you create the content, you send them the content. Uh, Sometimes you can actually ask them to like, hey, can I have your own quote? Like, you know, like you basically make a list of three, four people that from which you think are like the, at the top of the list for that kind of content. You put those content within the content. So basically it's a social proof there as well. And you, uh, and then like, you know, once you publish the content, you reach out to them and then ask them like, hey, you know, this is the content we publish. Now, this is one technique that we use. Like, it's basically uh, more on more the influencer marketing thing. Uh, second is broken link building. It's basically like identifying pages which are broke. Uh, you know, somebody has linked to a competitive website and they that page is broken. And so basically the idea is if that competitor page is like a high quality competitor and high quality page, you basically create a better content on that and straight away reach out to them and tell them like, hey, can you link to, I found this broken page on your website and we have published this content can you do you want to replace with that most of the time they are very happy to do that wow, the third one hmm. and the third and the last one is basically like you identify the blogs good blogs you know they are like old blogs uh, something like for example shark Millard, just an, it's an example and you identify good content opportunity there like you know there are probably so many content out there uh, there's a keyword which is probably getting traffic but the content is outdated you reach out to them and you tell them hey uh, so I'm going to help you like, you know, build this content. Like now I'm going to give you the massive content. Uh, I'm going to plug my own tool or backlink. I mean, usually it's, it's a tool, you know, if you reach out to an ask them for the backlink, it does not work. It may work. I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't tried that part, but yeah, you basically, you know, tell them like, Hey, this is the tool that, you know, uh, so I'm basically going to help you build that content again. So it maintain the ranking. Most of the time, like, you know, bloggers who have, who like finding it hard to like maintain their blog, they are, able to uh, update their old content, they are more likely to like, okay, let me, let me do that. So that's, there you go. Like these are the three techniques that you can use outreach, broken link building, and basically asking, you know, identifying the opportunity on other properties. That's very nice. Very informational piece there. Um, I like the way you keep your blog earnings very transparent, Harsh. What's the ideology behind it? Why would you do that? Because not many bloggers do that. Yeah. uh, So, Sort of, I started in 2008 and as I said, like, you know, nobody was looking into blogging as a real making money, like a career option. And my idea was uh, publishing this was like to actually tell them like, hey, blog, blog actually works. The moment I was making like $200, $300, started publishing my report so that people actually start taking it seriously. And it, I uh, believe it or not, it made a lot of difference. I know a lot of people actually who saw this report and they're like, wow, this really works because I was not sharing them like, hey, I make 3000 or $30,000 a month. I was breaking it down to each and every segment that this is what we have done in last one month. This is what I'm focusing on. And this is what is working. This is what's not working. So the idea was that if you are somebody in any city, in any part of the world, you basically like go and read those content and then 
replicate everything for you. And we did that for a really long time. I think like from last one year, I've stopped doing that for a simple reason is like, you know, now it's, uh, now it's actually come down to boasting. Like, you know, if I say like, hey, I'm making $40,000, it does not really add value. I mean, you know, like keeping a like a figure which actually works, it's good. So I think like that that's the reason I, uh, of publishing income report. I think it also kept you very unique, right? It also made people curious to know what is that you've been earning. So that's a very nice strategy that you've been following. Uh, what's been your biggest source of revenue today, Harsh, of all the things that you've been doing? You have an ebook, um, you have affiliate uh, courses there, uh, affiliate opportunities, video courses. So what is exactly getting you the maximum revenue? Right. Uh, so affiliate marketing is still our biggest revenue. Uh, and it's followed by uh, review articles, uh, our own products. So mostly like, you know, uh, if, if I talk about in percentage chunk, affiliate is probably 60% or so. And then like there is uh, direct ads or, you know, uh, products and stuff like that. Okay. Tell me a product which gives you the maximum affiliate commission, if that's not a secret. Oh, that's definitely a secret. That's like you're asking me like, hey, I should be like, oh, <laughs> okay, oh, I'm sure not, not many people would love to share that. Share that. Okay. Uh, just one last serious question in the, uh, uh, in the conversations here. Uh, what's the hygiene of a blog? Like how many words, keywords, and what's the routine like? So when somebody's blogging, what should be the hygiene to follow? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think like it's something that we already discussed a few minutes back. Uh, it's basically goes down to the content brief. There is no word limit. Like there's no idle word limit, which people say like, you know, you should write 1500 word limit, which is good. No, it does not work like that. The keyword that you're targeting, you basically scan the top 10 results that Google is already showing there. And then you check like, what are the, you know, what is the average word limit or what is the word limit of the top three or top five articles, which are for those keywords. Now that's your word limit. And then you basically, you know, create an outline. What are the topics these are co- those are covered there? Sometimes like people think like, okay, if I'm covering about top 10 tools, so I should just write about the tools, but that's not how it works. You basically check like what Google is showing for those results. Are those blogs which are ranking, are they just covering the tools or they are covering much more? And basically once you do that exercise, you create a content brief. And sometimes content brief, like you're actually writing the content, but it's not that. You're basically creating a content brief and sometimes content brief, uh, you know, can like goes up to, I mean, not the content brief, but you, you basically your target is like about 5,000 words. And maybe you're not creating 5,000 word content right away, but once your content brief is ready, over the time, you can actually start adding more content. And that's the thing, like, you know, uh, quality begets quantity. If you focus on uh, co- producing quality content, what few content you can actually be, achieve your business goal much faster than creating a lot of content. Okay. So let's get uh, to the last part of the show, which is the rapid fire. And I'm going to ask you a question. You have to keep the answers very short. Are you game for this, Harsh? Sure. Let's do that. Okay. I usually don't like surprises, but yeah. Yeah. So, if your blog ka naam Shout Me Loud nahi hota, to kya hota? Uh, 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 okay, that's a tough one. <laughs> Probably Harsh Agarwal. Right. Uh, how many countries have you traveled by far because of your blog? Um, maybe five. I'm not, I'm not thinking, I'm just giving you a quick, quick update. Okay, perfect. Blogging, oh, yeah. versus blogging. blogging versus blogging, where do you see the future? Uh, blogging versus? Vlogging. Vlogging. Uh, it 
boils down to your business goal i see both of them growing uh we blogging definitely has an edge uh but if you're talking about we blogging on youtube you know that's good for the personal personal goal but if you're talking about the real business stuff uh it has to have a combination of both or probably i would not put my video content on youtube i would be putting on something like vistia where i can actually track everything so say not share yeah all right name three wordpress plugins which is a must must for every blogger okay um, so yoast seo for the seo uh, wp rocket for the caching short pixel for the image optimization super one biggest mistake you have done in your journey so far ah damn <laughs> i have done like lot of mistakes uh and i believe like the mistake has made me who i am today um but but the biggest mistake huh it's basically not building the system in place like you know i was like doing a lot of things but not really focused on few things and i'm talking from in terms of marketing and from the blogging i was doing everything right but from the blog marketing i was like too widely spread using facebook twitter pinterest instagram youtube everything that was a uh, so having like you know few selected marketing channels is much better than having like a lot of marketing channels that's that's what i learned super uh who is your idol in the blogging world and who who do you admire the most uh so i admire a lot of people and just by putting one name i mean it could not be wise but i can suggest you a few names darren rouse uh i adore him because of his uh you know his words and his sharing i mean i learned a lot from there amit agarwal uh you know famous indian blogger i i mean he's an inspiration because i mean, i believe I, i met him in 2009 word camp that was really uh, i was inspired to see him uh then who john chow he shared a lot of st- lot of stuff about email marketing back then i don't know uh, about what he he doesn't update his blog now but his email marketing stuff was pretty solid and that's i learned a lot from there um Daniel Sukuku from Daily Blog Tips again he shared a lot of stuff back in back in the days so yeah those are, those are the people those were my real idol back then when i started now these days i i read a lot of blogs any any bloggers who publish a great content that are my idea so i mean is it is the content now name three bloggers from india whose work you recognize uh so pradeep from uh, help on blogger i really like i really like his work amit agarwal his work is pretty amazing uh abhijit abhijit uh, runs his blog called guiding tech and i don't know if not a lot of people knows about him or probably he's not like such a public person like that but his work is again, again commendable he has been doing back to back from last 10 years he has been part of the industry and doing some really amazing super work. i catch up with abhijit in for in for my next interview um if you wouldn't have been a blogger today harsh what would have you been I would be somebody who's into adventure sports. I would be jumping from the cliff or jump, you know, spend more most of the time in water, scuba diving, something like that. Uh, what's your daily routine like? If you could answer in words, do you are you strict to your sleeping patterns, or are you like any other blogger, no routine kind of a person? Yeah, I used to be like any other blogger, no routine back then, like you know, three, four years. Back. But now I follow a routine, like I. Wake up at like 5 a.m. and I sleep by 10, 10:30. I start my day with yoga, meditation, and doing some mindfulness practice, which I do. Then I spend time writing. Then I'm in my co-working space. This is where I am in. It's good in Gurgaon, Kolkata office. 
spend like eight hours a day meet people. So that's my typical routine life. Okay, is there any course that you would recommend for all the bloggers? Um, so there is one book called the Adweek Copywriting Book. It's a it's an amazing book for you know learning about how to write better. Uh, there's one book. There's one course which I'm doing right now. It's, it's called the Copywriting Book. Uh, the Copywriting Course by Joanna. And uh, I'm I'm on it. I still can't. It's too initial for me to like give, really give a verdict. So yeah. And then of course my own course, Shout University, is what you can use if you want to ace in the affiliate marketing mostly. And okay. then. Or you spend like on time on Shout Me Loud and read all the free content for free. Don't spend any money. Fine, perfect. So guys, I'll just share the links that Harsh is talking about. And one last piece of advice for all the bloggers. Hmm. Okay, that, that's a tough one. I mean, you know, like so last word is like always like okay, give me one word. Take a time. Yeah. yeah. It's like do what your heart is heart feeling right. You know, life will give you a lot of options. Always ask like, what is in for you? Which one? Which of all the options makes you feel like it's home? And just do that. Life will be really great. Perfect. Sounds wonderful, Harsh. Let me just take a photo of both of us together this way. Thank you so much. It was wonderful hosting you, Harsh. And. Uh, very soon i'll upload this on youtube and share the url with you so thank you audience for watching this interview and i'm sure uh, you will learn a lot of tips on blogging from this video so uh, do follow shopmeloud.com i'm sure you're already following that and uh, stay tuned for more videos like this with this note i'll end up my podcast and i hope you guys are following me on instagram already do not forget to subscribe to instagram.com/sorofjane and dm me there maybe you get lucky with the answers on my next podcast Have a good day guys goodbye